The following is a Relevant Radio program and is protected under U.S. copyright laws. This program is made possible through the contributions of listeners like you. Support Relevant Radio by clicking on the Donate icon at www.relevantradio.com. It is Christmas Eve, the final day of Advent. Good morning, I'm Paul Sadek. This is Daybreak on Relevant Radio and the Relevant Radio app. It's Friday, December 24, 2021. Friday of the fourth week of Advent. In the Missal, it's a liturgical year C, cycle two. Friday is a day to pray the sorrowful mysteries of the rosary. And our saint today is Saint Adele, a daughter of King Dagobert II of Germany. Adele became a nun upon the death of her husband and made provisions for her son, the future father of Saint Gregory of Utrecht. Adele founded a convent near Trier and became its first abbess. Adele seems to have been among the disciples of St. Boniface, the Apostle of Germany. After a devout life filled with good works and communion with God, Adele passed on to her heavenly reward in the year 730. St. Adele, pray for us. Let's offer this day to the Lord. Lord Jesus, I unite myself to your perpetual unceasing universal sacrifice I offer myself to you every day of my life and every moment of every day according to your most holy and adorable will. Since you have been the victim of my salvation, I wish to be the victim of your love. Accept my desire, take my offering, and graciously hear my prayer. Let me live for love of you. Let me die for love of you. Let my last heartbeat be an act of perfect love. Amen. And we join Pope Francis in praying for catechists, summoned to announce the Word of God. May they be its witnesses with courage and creativity and in the power of the Holy Spirit. Ten Minutes with Jesus is a guided meditation on the Gospel of the Day prepared by a Catholic priest. Here's today's Ten Minutes with Jesus. My Lord and my God, I fairly believe that you're here, that you see me, that you hear me, I adore you with profound reverence. I ask you pardon for my sins and the grace to make these moments of prayer fruitful. My Immaculate Mother, Saint Joseph, my Father and Lord, my guiding angel, intercede for me. I was reading something a while ago about studies that certain academics did, trying to understand people's cravings and longings. I don't know all the details of their conclusions, but I was intrigued by one particular aspect, which is that the intensity of a craving reaches its peak right before the moment when it would reach fulfillment. And that goes for things like someone longing to see a family member they've been away from for months, or even just things like a smoker longing for a cigarette. And for us, who have spent the last four weeks preparing for Christmas, today is not just any other day. It's the moment of prelude to fulfillment. It's the point when the craving is at its peak. And that can mean plenty of things, of course. For some, that's just longing for presents, for others Christmas food, for others the family celebration or midnight mass or whatever it happens to be. All that longing, whatever it is, is anticipation. But anticipation of what? All those things that we can crave or long for have one thing behind them. 
the thing that we really long for, which is happiness. Each has a certain degree of happiness, some more, some less. In some cases, it's more pleasure than happiness. In other cases, it's a deep happiness, more than a passing pleasure. But in every case, whatever we long for, we long for the joy that comes with possessing it. Now, the last day of Advent, we stand at the threshold of happiness. And we can't help but want to pray about entering into that joy in a way that makes it truly lasting and truly worthwhile. This was the whole mission of St. John the Baptist. He was also there at the threshold of happiness. His whole life was an anticipation of it, and everything he did was directing people to it, which, in the end, of course, means directing people to you, Jesus, since you are, in the end, all of our happiness, and not just at Christmas. All this preparation of Advent is a means of getting us to be closer to you always, in a particular way at Christmas, but not only then. So that gives a lot of colour and direction to the text we contemplate today, the great song of Zechariah. There he is, his lips loosed, and he cannot help but proclaim the greatness of the marvels of God. I won't read the whole thing here, but we can contemplate just these last verses. You, little child, you shall be called prophet of the Most High, for you will go before the Lord to prepare the way for him to give his people knowledge of salvation through the forgiveness of their sins. This by the tender mercy of our God, who from on high will bring the rising sun to visit us, to give light to those who live in darkness and the shadow of death, and to guide our feet into the way of peace. Well, Jesus, although Zechariah is talking about his son John the Baptist, when I hear those words, I can't help but feel so inspired that I have to lift my heart and direct my words to you. It's this idea that everything comes from you. By the tender mercy of our God, who from on high will bring the rising sun to visit us. That is the most inspirational thing. When we think about the tender mercy of our God, I don't think anyone could have imagined a tenderness so deep nor a mercy so great as what we anticipate finding when we enter into Christmas just a few hours from now. Well, I can't help but hear the preface of that great and complete joy in the voice of Zechariah as he proclaims the marvels that he foresees. Not just in the words he says, but in the way that he must have uttered them, the full expression of everything that burst forth as he discovers his speech again. He must have been contemplating it for nine months without being able to express any of it. I wonder how it must have been to have the Holy Spirit flood his speech with such grace, founded in so much joy when he finally spoke again. And I wonder what he felt when he saw you born, Lord, as he surely must have. Not in Bethlehem, of course, but a little later. I wonder what it was like when he first laid eyes on you perhaps just a few weeks old, and found himself looking into the eyes of the salvation that his own lips had prophesied. Was it like the rejoicing of Simeon? Was it something even more? No matter how it was, 
I have no doubt that he found the deepest and greatest happiness next to you, as everyone does. And so today, on our last day of preparation, perhaps we also can accompany Zechariah as he prepares the coming tender mercy of our God, who from on high will bring the rising sun to visit us. And there is nothing I long for more right now than to let that longing that I feel find fulfillment in this happiness, the happiness of being beside you, the kind of joy that runs much deeper and lasts much longer than just food and presence. This is the final burst of preparation that brings Advent to a close and brings us into Christmas in a way that makes everything make sense. It's so easy for us to lose sight of the fact that joy comes from you, Lord. I mean, it should be easy. Here and now, we can already begin to taste Christmas and also the chocolate that goes with it. Everything about Christmas is about happiness, but everything about Christmas is about you. It's not just a nice scene with pretty paintings of a stable and a manger. It's the one in the manger who creates the joy. Help us to prepare for that stable, Lord, by deciding, in a determined fashion, to find you there before we go to find the chocolate. Even if everything else has been lacking in the totality of Advent, even if we feel like we've failed miserably to live Advent really preparing for Christmas, help us to make this last day count, so that we have you at the forefront and can have the happiness of being with you. The truth is, being with you, having you, makes people happy. I could give so many examples of that, but one in particular springs to mind. Before I was a Catholic, while I was finding my way to the faith, but I wasn't fully there, I used to work in the city, the middle of the city, where you find all sorts of characters, colourful people. I spent most of my time there, so I got to know a lot of the characters. Not many of them by name, but certainly you recognize the people who are around. Everyone from the street people to the petty thieves. The full gamut of the rather full colorful characters that tend to inhabit the center of any big city. Well, uh, I was there one day and I found myself in the middle of a Christian rally. And I have to admit that wasn't really the kind of thing I was inclined to be involved with. But I was milling around there and I was quite surprised to see a certain person I knew. I didn't know him personally, but he had quite a reputation because he was a con artist. And of course you think, well, Christian really, he must have thought, fantastic, lots of lovely, naive Christians, I'm going to go home richer than ever. And in fact, he went home much richer than he ever thought, but not in the way that he thought. When I laid eyes on this guy, and he looked at me, looked me straight in the eyes for whatever reason, he was crying, bawling his eyes out, weeping and weeping and weeping, for joy. And he had just found Jesus Christ. I don't know what happened in that man's life. I don't know what happened afterwards in his life. But the sense of joy that he had on finding you, Lord, was absolutely palpable, even without talking to him. And it's so true. A person finding you finds happiness. And for us, it's not going to be like that con artist. That guy had a big change to take place, 
and a massive emotional experience. But in his case, even then the emotions will have changed over time. And he had to find you, I suppose, just like we do every single day. But then what's the conversion that we're looking for as we prepare to enter into Christmas, looking for the joy of being beside you? Let's put all the brakes on that enthusiasm and anticipation of Christmas so that we can direct that same enthusiasm and anticipation to the someone who will make us truly happy. Help us, Lord, to direct it all to you. This Christmas, I want to contemplate you. I want to put you in first place in my prayer. When I get to Mass, I want to be there for you. I want to put my things in second place, even my presence. I think about the way that I, I know if I let go of my preferences, just that one thing can illuminate so many family difficulties. I want to concentrate this Christmas not on getting everything I feel like, but on being there for you, Lord, as an apostle of happiness. In a sense, like John the Baptist, but just in the middle of everyone around me. Now, Mother Mary, whether we go to Christmas Mass at midnight or in the morning, help each of us to enter into Christmas this year with the determined resolution to make that happiness we long for lasting and deep present in our lives. Help us to do that by directing ourselves towards your Son. I thank you, my God, for the good resolutions, affections, and inspirations which you have communicated to me this time of prayer. I ask your assistance in putting them into effect. My Immaculate Mother, Saint Joseph, my Father and Lord, my guiding angel, intercede for me. You'll find more of 10 Minutes with Jesus at RelevantRadio.com and on the Relevant Radio app. It's 14 past the hour on Friday, December 24th, 2021. This is Daybreak on Relevant Radio and the Relevant Radio app. I'm Paul Sadek. As we continue our final preparations for Christmas, we join the whole church in prayer. Now we're led by our friends at DivineOffice.org in the Invitatory Psalm and the Office of Readings. Lord, open my lips, and my mouth will proclaim your praise. Today you will know the Lord is coming, and in the morning you will see his glory. Today you will know the Lord is coming, and in the morning you will see his glory. Come, let us sing to the Lord, and shout with joy to the rock who saves us. Let us approach him with praise and thanksgiving, and sing joyful songs to the Lord. Today you will know the Lord is coming, and in the morning you will see his glory. The Lord is God, the mighty God, the great King over all the gods. He holds in his hands the depths of the earth and the highest mountains as well. He made the sea, it belongs to him. 
the dry land too, for it was formed by his hands. Today you will know the Lord is coming, and in the morning you will see his glory. Come then, let us bow down and worship, bending the knee before the Lord our Maker. For he is our God, and we are his people, the flock he shepherds. Today you will know the Lord is coming, and in the morning you will see his glory. Today listen to the voice of the Lord. Do not grow stubborn, as your fathers did in the wilderness. When at Meribah and Massah they challenged me and provoked me, although they had seen all of my works. Today you will know the Lord is coming, and in the morning you will see his glory. Forty years I endured that generation. I said, they are a people whose hearts go astray, and they do not know my ways. So I swore in my anger, they shall not enter into my rest. Today you will know the Lord is coming, and in the morning you will see his glory. As it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. Today you will know the Lord is coming, and in the morning you will see his glory. Oh, come, oh, come, Emmanuel. And ransom captive Israel That mourns in lonely exile here Until the Son of God appear Rejoice, rejoice, Emmanuel Shall come to you, O Israel O come, O rod of Jesse's stem, from every foe deliver them, that trust your mighty power to save. Bring them in victory through the grave. Rejoice, rejoice, Emmanuel shall come to you, O Israel. O come, desire of nations, bind in one the heart.
hearts of all mankind. Oh, bid our sad division cease, and be yourself our King of peace. Rejoice, rejoice, Emmanuel shall come to you, O Israel. Our fathers have told us of the Lord's power. They have recounted for us his marvelous deeds. Our, Our fathers, fathers have, have told us of the, of the Lord's, Lord's power. power. They have recounted for us his marvelous deeds. Give heed, my people, to my teaching. Turn your ear to the words of my mouth. I will open my mouth in a parable and reveal hidden lessons of the past. The things we have heard and understood, the things our fathers have told us, these we will not hide from their children, but will tell them to the next generation the glories of the Lord and his might and the marvelous deeds he has done, the witness he gave to Jacob, the law he established in Israel. He gave a command to our fathers to make it known to their children that the next generation might know it, the children yet to be born. They too should arise and tell their sons that they too should set their hope in God and never forget God's deeds, but keep every one of his commands, so that they might not be like their fathers, a defiant and rebellious race, a race whose heart was fickle, whose spirit was unfaithful to God. The sons of Ephraim, armed with the bow, turned back in the days of the battle. They failed to keep God's covenant and would not walk according to his law. They forgot the things he had done, the marvelous deeds he had shown them. He did wonders in the sight of their fathers, in Egypt, on the plains of Zoan. He divided the sea and led them through and made the water stand up like a wall. By day he led them with a cloud by night, with a light of fire. He split the rocks in the desert. He gave them plentiful drink as from the deep. He made streams flow out from the rock and made waters run down like rivers. Glory to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit. As, as it was, was in the beginning, beginning is, is now, now, and, and will, will be forever. forever. Amen. Amen. Our fathers have told us of the Lord's power. They have recounted for us his marvelous deeds. The children of Israel ate the manna and drank from the spiritual rock which followed after them. The children of Israel ate the manna and drank from the spiritual rock which followed after them. Yet still they sinned against him. They defied the Most High in the desert. In their heart, they put God to the test by demanding the food they craved. They even spoke against God. They said, 
Is it possible for God to prepare a table in the desert? It was he who struck the rock. Water flowed and swept down in torrents, but can he also give us bread? Can he provide meat for his people? When he heard this, the Lord was angry. A fire was kindled against Jacob. His anger rose against Israel for having no faith in God, for refusing to trust in his help. Yet he commanded the clouds above and opened the gates of heaven. He rained down manna for their food and gave them bread from heaven. Mere men ate the bread of angels. He sent them abundance of food. He made the east wind blow from heaven and roused the south wind by his might. He rained food on them like dust, winged fowl like the sands of the sea. He let it fall in the midst of their camp and all around their tents. So they ate and had their fill, for he gave them all they craved. But before they had sated their cravings while the food was still in their mouths, God's anger rose against them. He slew the strongest among them, struck down the flower of Israel. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. The children of Israel ate the manna and drank from the spiritual rock which followed after them. They remembered that God was their helper and redeemer. They remembered that God was their helper and redeemer. Despite this, they went on sinning. They had no faith in his wonders, so he ended their days like a breath and their years in a sudden ruin. When he slew them, then they would seek him, return and seek him in earnest. They would remember that God was their rock, God the Most High, their Redeemer. But the words they spoke were mere flattery. They lied to him with their lips. For their hearts were not truly with him. They were not faithful to his covenant. Yet he who is full of compassion forgave their sin and spared them. So often he held back his anger when he might have stirred up his rage. He remembered they were only men, a breath that passes never to return. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit. As As it was was in the beginning, beginning, is now, now, and and will will be forever. forever. Amen. Lord Jesus Christ, Shepherd of your Church, in order to strengthen our faith and to lead us to the kingdom, you renewed and far surpassed the marvels of the old law. Through the uncertainties of this earthly journey, lead us home to the everlasting pastures. They remember that God was their helper and redeemer. The Lord proclaims his word to Jacob, his His law and decrees to Israel. 
from the book of the prophet Isaiah. Awake, awake, arise, O Jerusalem, you who drank at the Lord's hand the cup of his wrath, who drained to the dregs the bowl of staggering. She has no one to guide her of all the sons she bore. She has no one to grasp her by the hand of all the sons she reared. Your misfortunes are double. Who is there to console with you? Your misfortunes are double. Who is there to condole with you? Desolation and destruction, famine and sword. Who is there to comfort you? Your sons lie helpless at every street corner like antelopes in a net. They are filled with the wrath of the Lord, the rebuke of your God. But now, hear this, O afflicted one, drunk, but not with wine. Thus says the Lord your master, your God, who defends his people. See, I am taking from your hand the cup of staggering, the bowl of wrath you shall no longer drink. I will put it into the hands of your tormentors, those who ordered you to bow down, that they may walk over you, while you offered your back like the ground, like the street for them to walk on. Awake! Awake! Put on your strength, O Zion. Put on your glorious garments, O Jerusalem, holy city. No longer shall the uncircumcised or the unclean enter you. Shake off the dust. Ascend to the throne, Jerusalem. Loose the bonds from your neck, O captive daughter, Zion. How beautiful upon the mountains are the feet of him who brings glad tidings, announcing peace, bearing good news, announcing salvation, and saying to Zion, Your God is King. Hark, your watchmen raise a cry. Together they shout for joy, for they see directly before their eyes the Lord restoring Zion. Break out together in song, O ruins, of Jerusalem, for the Lord comforts his people. He redeems Jerusalem. The Lord has bared his holy arm in the sight of all the nations. All the ends of the earth will behold the salvation of our God. The Word of the Lord. Cleanse yourselves, son of Israel, says the Lord, for tomorrow your Lord will come down. And he will will take take away from you all weaknesses. Tomorrow the wickedness of the earth will be destroyed, and the Savior of the world will rule over us. And he will take away from you all weaknesses. From a sermon by St. Augustine, Bishop. Truth has arisen from the earth, and justice looked down from heaven. Awake, mankind, for your sake God has become man. Awake, you who sleep, rise up from the dead, and Christ will enlighten you. I tell you again, for your sake, God became man. 
You would have suffered eternal death had he not been born in time. Never would you have been freed from sinful flesh had he not taken on himself the likeness of sinful flesh. You would have suffered everlasting unhappiness had it not been for this mercy. You would never have returned to life had he not shared your death. You would have been lost if he had not hastened to your aid. You would have perished had he not come. Let us then joyfully celebrate the coming of our salvation and redemption. Let us celebrate the festive day on which he who is the great and eternal day came from the great and endless day of eternity into our own short day of time. He has become our justice, our sanctification, our redemption, so that, as it is written, let him who glories glory in the Lord. Truth, then, has arisen from the earth. Christ, who said, I am the truth, was born of a virgin, and justice looked down from heaven, because believing in this newborn child, man is justified not by himself, but by God. Truth has arisen from the earth, because the Word was made flesh, and justice looked down from heaven, because every good gift and every perfect gift is from above. Truth has arisen from the earth, flesh from Mary, and justice looked down from heaven. For man can receive nothing unless it has been given him from heaven. Justified by faith, let us be at peace with God, for justice and peace have embraced one another. Through our Lord Jesus Christ, for truth has arisen from the earth, through whom we have access to that grace in which we stand, and our boast is in our hope of God's glory. He does not say, of our glory, but of God's glory. For justice has not proceeded from us, but has looked down from heaven. Therefore, he who glories, let him glory, not in himself, but in the Lord. For this reason, when our Lord was born of the Virgin, the message of the angelic voices was, Glory to God in the highest, and peace to his people on earth. For how could there be peace on earth unless truth has arisen from the earth? That is, unless Christ were born of our flesh. And he is our peace who made the two into one, that we might be men of good will sweetly linked by the bond of unity. Let us then rejoice in this grace, so that our glorying may bear witness to our good conscience, by which we glory, not in ourselves, but in the Lord. That is why Scripture says, He is my glory, the one who lifts up my head. For what greater grace could God have made to dawn on us than to make His only Son become the Son of Man, so that a Son of Man might in His turn become Son of God? Ask if this were merited. Ask for its reason, for its justification, and see whether you will find any other answer but sheer grace.
A shoot shall grow from the root of Jesse, and there a flower shall blossom. Justice will be the girdle around his loins, and faithfulness the belt around his waist. The Spirit of the Lord will rest upon him, a spirit of wisdom and understanding, a spirit of counsel and fortitude. Justice will be the girdle around his loins, and faithfulness the belt around his waist. Let us pray. Come quickly, we pray, Lord Jesus, and do not delay, that those who trust in your compassion may find solace and relief in your coming, who live and reign with God the Father in the unity of the Holy Spirit, God, forever and ever. Amen. Twenty-three minutes before the hour on Friday, December 24, 2021, Christmas Eve on Daybreak on Relevant Radio and the Relevant Radio app. I'm Paul Sadek. In today's Gospel from Truth and Life, the dramatized audio Bible, John the Baptist has been born, Zechariah's tongue is unloosed, and he speaks with great prophecy. It's from the first chapter of the Gospel of Luke. And his father Zechariah was filled with the Holy Spirit and prophesied, Blessed be the Lord God of Israel, for he has visited and redeemed his people and has raised up a horn of salvation for us in the house of his servant David, as he spoke by the mouth of his holy prophets from of old, that we should be saved from our enemies and from the hand of all who hate us, to perform the mercy promised to our fathers and to remember his holy covenant, the oath which he swore to our father Abraham to grant us that we, being delivered from the hand of our enemies, might serve him without fear, in holiness and righteousness before him all the days of our life. And you, child, will be called the prophet of the Most High, for you will go before the Lord to prepare his ways, to give knowledge of salvation to his people in the forgiveness of their sins through the tender mercy of our God, when the day shall dawn upon us from on high to give light to those who sit in darkness and in the shadow of death, to guide our feet into the way of peace. This selection from Truth and Life, the dramatized audio Bible courtesy of Falcon Picture Group, daily and Sunday Mass readings are on the relevant radio app. It would be a very serious mistake to ever try to de-emphasize the importance of prayer. Today's reading from In Conversation with God by Father Francisco Fernandez Carvajal is from Volume 1, Advent and Christmas Tide. Today you will know that the Lord will come and save us, and tomorrow you will see his glory. Our Lady encourages us on this eve of her son's birth never to neglect prayer, which is conversation with our Lord. Without prayer we are lost. With it we are strong and are able to carry out our tasks. Among other reasons, we must pray too because we are fragile and culpable. 
We need to admit humbly and truly that we are poor creatures with confused ideas. We are fragile and weak and in constant need of interior strength and consolation. Prayer gives us strength for great ideals, for keeping up our faith, charity, purity, generosity. Prayer gives us strength to rise up from indifference and guilt if we have had the misfortune to give in to temptation and weakness. Prayer gives light by which to see and to judge from God's perspective and from eternity. That is why you must not give up praying. Don't let a day go by without praying a little. Prayer is a duty, but it is also a joy because it is a dialogue with God through Jesus Christ. We have to learn to come closer to our Lord through mental prayer. Those moments which we dedicate to talking to Him quietly about our concerns, thanking Him, asking for His help, simply being with Him. Through vocal prayer too, perhaps sometimes through prayers we learned as children. Never in our lives will we meet anyone who listens with as much interest or as much attention as Jesus. Nobody has ever taken our words as seriously as He has. He looks at us. He pays attention to us. He listens to us with the greatest interest when we pray. Prayer always enriches us, even in that silent dialogue before the tabernacle in which we do not use any words. It is enough to watch and to feel ourselves watched. How different from the verbosity of many men who say nothing because they have nothing to communicate. From the abundance of the heart, the mouth speaks. If our heart is empty, what can our lips say? If we are sick with envy or sensuality, what context will the dialogue have? Nevertheless, we always come away from our prayer with more light, greater joy, more strength. Being able to pray is one of the greatest gifts a man has. To talk to and to be listened to by his Creator. To talk to him and call him friend. In our prayer, we have to talk very simply to our Lord to think and to understand what we are saying and to whom we are saying it, who we are who dare to speak to such a great Lord, to think these and other similar things about how little we have served Him and how much we are obliged to serve is mental prayer. Some may think that prayer is something extraordinarily difficult or that it is just for special people. In the Gospels, we see people of very different backgrounds approaching our Lord with confidence. Nicodemus, Bartimaeus, the children whom our Lord particularly likes to be with, a mother, a father who has a sick child, a thief, the wise men, Anna, Simeon, his friends in Bethany, all of them. And now we speak to God. In Conversation with God by Francis Fernandez is published by Scepter Publishers. You'll find it at your local Catholic bookstore. 17 before the hour, we join the whole church in prayer now. We're led by our friends at DivineOffice.org in morning prayer. God, come to my assistance. Lord, make haste to help me. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit. As it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. Alleluia. O God, the Lamb of heaven, hide. And source of light, your shining hand unrolls the banner of the sky, upholding it above the land. 
Dawn casting up a crimson tide Has veiled the stars that saw its rise The morning breezes far and wide With dewy breath the earth baptize The darkness from the sky has gone As nightly shadows pass away The morning star sign of the sun Arising wakes the sleepy day O God, O radiance wonderful most glorious day and fairest light One God in all things powerful Three persons matchless in one might To you our Savior brightest best On bended knee our prayer we Bethlehem in Judah's land, how glorious your future. The king who will rule my people comes from you. Bethlehem, Bethlehem in, in Judah's, Judah's land, how, how glorious your future. future. The, the king, king who will rule my people comes from, from you. Have mercy on me, God, in your kindness. In your compassion, blot out my offense. O oh, wash me more and more from my guilt, and cleanse me from my sin. My offenses, truly, I know them. My sin is always before me. Against you, you alone have I sinned. What is evil in your sight, I have done. That you may be justified when you give sentence, and be without reproach when you judge. O oh, see, in guilt I was born, a sinner was I conceived. Indeed, you love truth in the heart, then in the secret of my heart teach me wisdom. O oh, purify me, then I shall be clean. O oh, wash me, I shall be whiter than snow. Make me here rejoicing and gladness, that the bones you have crushed may revive. From my sins turn away your face and blot out all my guilt. A pure heart create for me, O God. Put a steadfast spirit within me. Do not cast me away from your presence, nor deprive me of your Holy Spirit. Give me again the joy of your help. With a spirit of fervor sustain me that I may teach transgressors your ways, and sinners may return to you. O oh, rescue me, God, my helper, and my tongue shall ring out your goodness. 
O Lord, open my lips, and my mouth shall declare your praise. For in sacrifice you take no delight. Burnt offering from me you would refuse. My sacrifice, a contrite spirit, a humbled, contrite heart, you will not spurn. In your goodness show favor to Zion, rebuild the walls of Jerusalem. Then you will be pleased with lawful sacrifice, holocaust offered on your altar. Glory to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit, as as it it was was in the beginning, beginning, is is now, now, and and will will be forever. forever. Amen. Let us pray. Father, he who knew no sin was made sin for us to save us and restore us to your friendship. Look upon our contrite heart and afflicted spirit and heal our troubled conscience so that in joy and strength of the Holy Spirit we may proclaim your praise and glory before all the nations. Bethlehem in Judah's land, how glorious your future! The King who will rule my people comes from you. Lift up your heads and see. Your redemption is now at hand. Lift up your heads and see. Your redemption is now at hand. Let all men speak of the Lord's majesty and sing his praises in Jerusalem. O Jerusalem, holy city, he scourged you for the work of your hands, but will again pity the children of the righteous. Praise the Lord for his goodness, and bless the King of the ages, so that his tent may be rebuilt in you with joy. May he gladden within you all who were captives, All who were ravaged, may he cherish within you for all generations to come. A bright light will shine to all parts of the earth. Many nations shall come to you from afar, and the inhabitants of all the limits of the earth, drawn to you by the name of the Lord God, bearing in their hands their gifts for the King of Heaven. Every generation shall give joyful praise in you and shall call you the Chosen One through all ages forever. Go, then, rejoice over the children of the righteous who shall all be gathered together and shall bless the Lord of the ages. Happy are those who love you and happy those who rejoice in your prosperity. Happy are all the men who shall grieve over you, over all your chastisements. For they shall rejoice in you as they behold all your joy forever. My spirit blesses the Lord, the great King. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit. As it it was was in the beginning, beginning, is now, now, and and will will be forever. forever. Amen. Lift up your heads and see. Your redemption is now at hand. 
The day has come at last when Mary will bring forth her firstborn son. The day, the day has, has come, come at last when, when Mary will bring forth her firstborn son. O praise the Lord, Jerusalem. Zion, praise your God. He has strengthened the bars of your gates. He has blessed the children within you. He established peace on your borders. He feeds you with finest wheat. He sends out his word to the earth and swiftly runs his command. He showers down snow, white as wool. He scatters hoarfrost like ashes. He hurls down hailstones like crumbs. The waters are frozen at his touch. He sends forth his word, and it melts them. At the breath of his mouth the waters flow. He makes his word known to Jacob, to Israel his laws and decrees. He has not dealt thus with other nations. He has not taught them his decrees. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as, as it, it was, was in the beginning, beginning is now, now and, and will, will be, be forever. forever. Amen. O powerful God, it is through your Church, generously endowed with gifts of grace and fortified by the Holy Spirit, that you send out your word to all nations. Strengthen your Church with the best of all food, and make it dauntless in faith. Multiply its children to celebrate with one accord the mysteries of your love at the altar on high. The, the day, day has come, come at last when, when Mary will bring forth her firstborn son. From the book of the prophet Isaiah. A shoot shall sprout from the stump of Jesse, and from his roots, a bud shall blossom. The Spirit of the Lord shall rest upon him, a spirit of wisdom and of understanding, a spirit of counsel and of strength, a spirit of knowledge and of fear of the Lord. And his delight shall be the fear of the Lord. The Word of the Lord. Tomorrow will be the day of your salvation. The sinfulness of earth will be destroyed. Tomorrow, Tomorrow will, will be, be the day, the day of, your of your salvation. salvation. The, the sinfulness, sinfulness of earth will be destroyed. The Savior of the world will be our King. The, the sinfulness of earth will, will be destroyed. Glory to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit. Tomorrow will be the day of your salvation. The sinfulness of earth will be destroyed. The time has come for Mary to give birth to her firstborn son. Blessed be the Lord, the God of Israel. He has come to his people and set them free. He has raised up for us a mighty Savior. Born of the house of his servant David. Through his holy prophets, he promised of old that he would save us from our enemies, 
from the hands of all who hate us. He promised to show mercy to our fathers and to remember his holy covenant. This was the oath he swore to our father Abraham, to set us free from the hands of our enemies, free to worship him without fear, holy and righteous in his sight all the days of our life. You, my child, shall be called the prophet of the Most High, for you will go before the Lord to prepare his way, to give his people knowledge of salvation by the forgiveness of their sins. In the tender compassion of our God, the dawn from on high shall break upon us, to shine on those who dwell in darkness and the shadow of death, and to guide our feet into the way of peace. Glory to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. The time has come for Mary to give birth to her firstborn son. To Jesus Christ, our Redeemer, who will come again in glory with great power, let us make our humble prayer. Come, Lord Jesus. Lord Jesus, you will come with great power. Look on our lowliness and make us worthy of your gifts. Come, Lord Jesus. You came to be the good news for mankind. May we always proclaim your saving work. Come, Lord Jesus. You are worthy of praise, for you have life and rule all things. Help us to wait in joyful hope for the coming of your glory. Come, Come, Lord Lord Jesus. Jesus. We long for the grace of your coming. Console us with the gift of your divine life. Come, Come, Lord Lord Jesus. Jesus. Now let us pray as Christ the Lord has taught us. Our Father, who art in heaven, Hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come. Thy will be done. On earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread. And forgive us our trespasses. As we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation. But deliver us from evil. Come quickly, we pray, Lord Jesus. And do not delay that those who trust in your compassion may find solace and relief in your coming, who live and reign with God the Father in the unity of the Holy Spirit, God, forever and ever. Amen. May the Lord bless us, protect us from all evil, and bring us to everlasting life. Amen. Amen. Sounds of Christmas continue on Relevant Radio in just a moment. I'm Paul Sadek. I'll see you again tomorrow morning, Christmas morning, 4 a.m. Central, or on the app. You go out, make this a great day, and live in the light of the Lord. Audio from the Liturgy of the Hours, courtesy of DivineOffice.org. Readings from In Conversation with God, courtesy of Scepter Publishers. Selections from Truth and Life, the dramatized audio Bible, courtesy of Falcon Picture Group. 10 Minutes with Jesus is used with permission.
Daybreak is available on RelevantRadio.com and on the Relevant Radio app. Daybreak is a production of Relevant Radio. Relevant Radio.